previously on the Penumbra Extinction. The trio translated back to Earth with the hopes of arming themselves against the Shadow Beast, and met with the estate's chief researcher, Jen Sato. He provided them with the ciphers needed, and asked them to return with the beast alive. I'm not going to have this thing explode in this giant floating city where we can all, you know, kind of plummet to our deaths. So as you guys are arguing about about what to do with this thing and like who wants to look at it, who wants to open it, who wants to stow it away, the church around you turns black. The shadows start to envelop. And it's only about midway through this argument when you all realize, oh, you are now in this thing's lair. And for some reason, it's much, much larger than the actual church used to be. It's almost like a cavern. On the other way, I appreciate us not having to go looking for it. Oh, shit. And um, Hanako and Thomas, even though the wounds that you received from the Shadow Beast is healed, it looks looks great, and there's no there's no physical problems, but... It's tingling. <sighs> okay. I don't know if I like that. Uh, Alan? Uh, I'd like to turn on my shadow detector. Uh, so it is... It begins to move, but it's a very um, light move, if that makes sense. Oh. Yeah. Really? This thing's uh, not going crazy here? Kind of. No, not yet. Not yet. I would expect within this shadow realm it would just be moving all over the place. Well, um, let's make it move more. So, uh, actually, Thomas, you know, you, you brought a lantern with you. And, you know, you turn it on and it's kind of like with the sound, it feels, re- the, the light feels very dampened. Like it's, it's not as wide as, the, as it should be. And it seems like um, maybe it only extends out 20 feet, maybe. I look at the lantern and I kind of I kind of get a little annoyed, but I realize we're probably not we're probably not at the at the ship anymore. And I'll take 20 feet over zero feet. Oh, I'd like to. Uh, Alan would like to uh, look around and see if this is similar to the other dark cavern that we encountered previously. Uh, yeah, so it's pretty much, you know, before it was like smoky and very incoherent. Like the, the hallways were longer. It was felt wider, larger when it needed to be. Sometimes it felt more constrained, more um, claustrophobic. And that's what it seems like right now. Right now it's very large, but you have a feeling that later on it may change on you. Uh, you also notice that things like the pews, uh, the... the um, the altar, things like that. They're also still here, but scattered around a little bit. They look a little bit different, and they're also made of this like shadow stuff. 
so it's misty. And Are they not kind of the solid to the touch, or is it just like wave my hand through it through them? Alan will try to knock against one of the chairs. So, so the both of you go for like different things, and yeah, for they there's resistance, but it's not fully solid, and it's very disconcerting. It's it's not like gelatin. It's more like it feels like a a a solid object, but somehow your your hand can kind of press on it, yeah. kind of like gold. I guess that's the best way to put it. If it's mouthy. You can't really go through it. You just basically, it's like it was like cushiony, I guess. Uh, like, yeah, like gelatin, you said. Yeah. You sink into it. Exactly. If this place is, feels more cavernous than normal, is everything still kind of in its same distance, so to speak? Like, is the altar still where it was before we kind of transferred over, or is it like farther out? Uh, relatively speaking, yes. It you know it's back at the front, but although it feels like so when you make when you take steps towards it, it it feels like it takes longer to get there, even though it doesn't look like much distance has changed. If that makes All sense, right. that's exactly what I was asking about. Yeah. Uh, Alan will start to circle around to see in which direction the mooing will get louder. So as you walk around, the mooing just steadily gets louder and louder. Ladder. I'm sorry, you guys. It just does that by itself. And, and Thomas, actually, there's something really weird. Uh, your vision, like your, it's like before it was total darkness, right? When you were in this place, uh, but now things are a little bit different. Things seem a little bit clearer to you. As in, I can s- kind of see what's there. Uh, not, not quite. Not quite. Is it kind of, I, I, I kind of see at least a little enough where I'm not walking into walls? Right, right. So it's not it's not like uh, Hanako's vision where she sees auras and is able to maneuver the darkness much easily, easier. Uh, for you, it's more like, it's almost like you have a bit of night vision, almost. You're becoming attuned to the darkness. You're becoming one with the darkness. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with darkness anyway? <laughs> Other than the things that bump into you. Other than the things that, yeah, tear you apart in the darkness. So as you guys are, are looking around, uh, obviously it's getting dark. You're yep. trying to figure out what's it, going uh, on. You're, the wounds it, was still like, it was still like midday or something like that, wasn't it? Yes, yes, that's right. That's a good point. It was around noon, probably a little bit after. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Not that natural light ever made its way to that church, but yeah, we can, I mean... We don't have any good idea of where to go, so let's go up. Up? up. There's no... What? Yeah, there's no exit, you realize. Oh, yeah. well, uh, that's... Okay, so either we wait for the beast to come, and I guess she will, it will eventually do so, since otherwise she wouldn't have brought it here. Or we try to find an exit. So I'd like uh, Hanako and Thomas to... Actually, everyone can make uh, a perception roll. Uh, to try and find something. Uh, for Hanako and Thomas, though... Actually, for Alan, let me put it this way. It will be one step to your detriment. Okay. Yeah. Hey! Wow. So, natural 20. Do um, <laughs> do we? She do we... blindly bumps into exactly what we were looking for. Let's see what, she, what else you guys roll. 
Nah, probably looking at the wrong place. Yeah. Uh, 19. 19. Nice. All right. So because it, because it was a natural 20. So Thomas, you um, here's what happens. So Hanako has a has shadow step uh, that she received. You don't know this really, but I'm just saying kind of a, in general. I, I don't know these three either. Yeah. So Thomas, what you get is something called shadow trace. And it's very similar. Uh, you can activate the power to temporarily pierce the veil between the dimensions. Uh, you can see, when, you, when it's activated, you can see in absolute darkness and tracks made by creatures of shadow become minimally luminous, kind of like a glow-in-the-dark sticker. Uh, it can be activated for as many rounds as you have tears. Uh, it costs two intellects to activate and one additional intellect per round. And the reason you know that this is happening is because you see tracks suddenly glow in front of you heading or and they lead towards Alan who is who just backs up into the shadow beast uh you you guys are there's there's something behind me initiative please uh i guess Yay. Same pro as before. What did you get? I got a three. Okay. Uh, Twelve for me. Okay. Nine. Okay, so you all go after the Shadow Beast, unfortunately. And what happens here <laughs> is... So you bump into it, you spin around, and you see this uh, dark, toothy maw right in front of you. And it just snaps at you. It it goes for you. Um, it tries to take your head off. Does the shadow detector just go berserk at this point? It, I want to say it busts open, and breaks and stops moving. No, it's not his it job. Does it just bust? Or considering this is the Guild of Engineers we're talking about, does it explode? Um, no, it doesn't explode. It doesn't explode. Because I wouldn't want to ruin your day any worse than it is. Uh, so please, if you would like to make an evasion, if you, if you want, you don't have to, you can take it. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> I, I think I will try to evade. Okay. 14? Uh, do you have skills, effort, that sort of stuff? Oh, no. Because no? you should probably do that. This is not, uh... This, this is not in my wheelbarrow. Okay, yep. so it clomps down right on your shoulder, and Aww. it it doesn't quite... Let's put it this way. You're a little bit grappled, because it clomps down and doesn't let go. And you have the feeling that's going to do the dog thing of shaking you until you die, but we'll see what happens. It is now your guys' turn. What do you want to do? Um. Scream! <laughs> <laughs> I think I suspect you're doing that whether you want to or not. <laughs> yeah, involuntarily. It's a free action, screaming, really. So we can kind of see this normally now, right? Uh, or, or is there difficulty to, no, to lock so, it down? So actually, for Hanako and for Thomas, both of you, uh, you can see it pretty easily. Um, Hanako actually, more so than Thomas. Alan, is there any way you can get away from that before I shoot my exploding gun? So Alan is going to try to take the broken shattered pieces of the shadow detector and sort of like bash it against the the maw of the beast. All right, yeah, go go for it. 
I mean, of course, like your your initiatives are whatever like you want. So if you're going to help each other, then now's the okay. time. Yeah. So I feel Alan will just panic, panic. Yeah, and just do that. smashing like get out of me. Uh, go for it. Go for it. Uh, how much? Uh, can I put a level of effort into that? Oh, you put as much effort as you you want. Yes, I mean okay. as you are able to. I'll put one level of effort because my might is only eight. So okay. Oh, hitting is speed. Oh, speed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that damaging is uh, might. Yeah. Uh, so that's a twelve plus one uh one level of effort. So here's what's really weird. So this thing's teeth are in you, and you can feel the teeth. But when you, s- and it's right next to you, so there's no way you'll miss, right? Except as you, as you pass your your broken device through it, you realize you're not hitting it at all. Somehow you're you're just getting right through. Did I just hit myself? Uh, no, you did not hit yourself. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> stop hitting yourself. No, but you're you know you're, you're aiming for its eye, for example, but it just goes right through, and it it seems like it's grinning at you now. Guys, help me! Um, Santanico and I can kind of see this thing. Can I see where I can hit it? I mean, I, I, if I'm looking at it, am I seeing like a solid heart or something that I know I could punch or shoot? And definitely injure it. Uh, you feel like yes, you can hit the core. Like closer to the center of this is probably where it's more vulnerable. Um, but that's just a guess, only because you were able to hurt it last time or punch it. Real quick, let me just spin back. Ellen, you take six points of damage. Ouch! Yeah. I'm at two might. Um, also, because. The because the bite itself is very cold, it's you, your wound feels frostbitten, and your next physical action you make is going to be one step to your detriment. Okay. Which I guess I mean that's technically you trying to hit it, so that doesn't no longer counts. So, but it is still gripping onto you, and it like you feel the cold kind of spreading across your shoulder. Anyways, so Thomas. What you gonna do? Well, my gun's loaded with the explosion bullets, so okay. I can't shoot them. So right. I kind of just... I guess I just charge the beast. You also have a rifle with a bayonet. I do? Yes. Yep. Uh, Hanako okay. had gone back to the REF and gotten you yep. a rifle. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay, well, I charge the beast and I bayonet it. Okay, cool. Go for it. And is that speed? Speed yep. up to hit... Uh, crap. Um. Where's my notepad? I feel like after rolling a 20, things went really bad. Um. I haven't just, rolled up all three yet. <laughs> yeah. Is it just roll d20 in the, in the thing? Yep. I rolled a 20 during the, uh, the, to, uh, during the initial encounter and. Ah, that's a three. Oh, that's, that's, that's not good. Uh, so you fire and miss, and now you're gonna. Need to oh, take... thank goodness you missed me. Oh wait, no, actually, <laughs> you you sorry, you bayoneted right? Yeah, I I went up and I just kind of stabbed at it. So yeah, okay, so you you're trying to strike at it, but mm. you just can't seem to find purchase. You you just you're like like whiffing the uh the bayonet right through it, and nothing is happening to it. 
<clears throat> Thank you for not skewering me. Hey, no problem. But um, question though, mm-hmm. if I'm bayonetting it, bayonetting it, whatever, and I stab it, and I realize I'm not the area is kind of not corporeal, whatever. Mm-hmm. Does that help my next attack? Because I know not to attack there. That's up to you, and it's up to your role technically as well. <laughs> okay. We fought this thing once. It was possible to hurt it, but really hard. Yeah. All right, uh, Hanako, is there anything you want to do? Yeah, so I'm going to try to flank them, uh, since uh, I guess they are keeping the creature pretty entertained right now. Okay. (laughs) And then I'm going to uh, try to use the sonic gun. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not even that... I'm worried about uh, Alan because if I somehow hit Alan, he'll go into a pocket <laughs> dimension, and at least it won't—he won't get killed, which is a still an improvement over the current situation. That's true. He'll just be trapped in there for forty-eight hours, roughly, give or take. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I mean, it still would leave us Thomas and me with a shadow creature, which is not yeah, not uh, ideal, but uh, yeah. but uh, but I'll be fine. Exactly. You'll be you'll be in the pokeball, whatever saunas and spas they have in there for a little while. Hmm. So you so, pull out the uh, the cipher, and it looks like one of those like old timey ray guns that they made in the nineteen fifties. It's mm-hmm. no longer like a space <laughs> gun. Um, and it has a little kind of window on the side. It says "ready" on the window, and mm-hmm. you point at it and fire, but it goes, but it makes a little whizzing, whirring sound. Uh-huh. And you look back on the small window on the side, and it says, we can target. Oh, seriously. I, at least I appreciate the information level. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm kind of surprised it doesn't say, say bat trapping gun. Uh, Batman 66 style, where they put labels on everything. <laughs> yeah. as, as, long as, as long as it didn't say error 20 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> error 404. Uh, <laughs> not found. Well, damn it. Uh, I guess it's uh, time to pull the sword then. Right. A generic gun error. Um, okay, so it's back up to its turn, and it because it has you clamped, it will it will try to shake you, and it will just do a little. It will lift you up a bit, and then just vigorously shake, and hopefully it will break your neck somehow, like it normally will try. Um, so this one is going to be a little. So, do I get a defense roll on this, or so am I just... here's... Because you can't really evade this, what do you want to do to defend yourself? I, I would say that you can try and escape somehow. But it's up to uh... you. I would try to brace myself against the shaking, just by holding on to the, to the Shadow Beast. Okay, alright. Yeah, yeah. Let's try that. Um... This will probably be a might roll. You're kind of like anti-grappling, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I don't have any skills in might, so it's just going to be a straight roll. Okay. Uh, I'll put... Uh, I can't even put effort into it. I don't have enough... Oh, okay, I'll just... It's a straight roll. 15? Okay, unfortunately. So here's what you do. You try and, like, grip it, but you just can't seem to find purchase. You're... And you kind of you you grab onto its teeth and it, like it digs into your fingers like the the uh we call it the teeth are digging into your fingers it kind of make your makes your fingers bleed um, but it doesn't stop 
you're not able to brace yourself for this. It is able to shake you. It doesn't do a full six points of damage. Um, instead, what will happen is you're going to take two more points of cold damage. Um, so I'm at zero might. You're at zero might, yeah. So I'm, I'm one step... Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're not in a good place yet. You are not in a good place at all. <laughs> you're, um... What is that? What's the term? Um, Mostly dead? No, no. Somewhat dead. Impaired? Impaired, yeah, there we go. Impaired. Thanks. You are impaired. So, so. so basically everything you do is a one step of bad. Yes. And then it is you 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 do have the frostbite which is spreading down your arm at this point and starting on your fingers. So you also have another minus one on top of that. Uh so since my might is zero, does I can have that go against my speed, right? Yes, at, at this point it goes into your speed. Okay. Yeah. Or sorry, yeah, yeah, I know. What you mean. And then it drops you. It drops me. Yes. Do I take damage from that? No, no. <laughs> Don't ask that. Don't ask that. So you guys that have make sense for me to like. Drop <laughs> so you guys have actions. <laughs> I I hope you will do something good with your actions. Okay. Um. I so. But go ahead. Well, go ahead. I was gonna say I for, I've been forgetting uh, um, Abigail. She's there too. Well, I'll just say okay. she's too freaked out to do anything right now. Yeah, I imagine she's yeah. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so let's uh, let's put a bit of a of a work into getting shadow powers. Um, I mean, I've fought this thing before. I well, I morally like ran away from it before. Um, it's clear that it's there. It's just that I, and I kind of a bit frustrated that I know I should be able to pursue it properly. And I'm kind of thinking, man, if we were back home, I would just know where to strike it. Um, so, so this is a bit of a use the force moment. Uh, kind of, I kind of start concentrating on how I perceive it, and that's probably when I kind of go into into the shadows. Okay, cool. So, as basically as I try to feel the shadows that that uh, that surround me, like try to perceive it just like I perceive all the other auras here. That's basically when I kind of find myself kind of uh, partly partially on the other side of things. Yes. So you are able to. You essentially activate your shadow step, and in here, in its dimension, you can hear it growling and slathering and making all kinds of noises. It's very, cl it's clear as day because you're right next to it. So, is that does that take my action for this turn, or is it uh, just something they activate? Uh, you just activate, it and you can you still okay. have your action and your movement and all that stuff. Okay, so basically, I kind of look at it with in my in, in this new perception mode. And kind of uh, think about not say uh, the famous uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger quote, quote from seeing the predator without the mask, uh, and uh, basically just decide to use the traditional method of sword bashing the thing so it hurts. Alrighty. Uh, so real quick, also, um, like your vision here, it's kind of like when Frodo puts on the One Ring, everything is windy, mm -hmm. windswept. Um, well, I mean, in a sense, it's more exaggerated, and because when I'm in the shadow realm, it already feels a bit like that. Everything, because yeah. all the all the auras are probably kind of twisted and shadowy. Yes. So I'm kind of like 
going further in. Yes, absolutely. All right, so go for it. Go and make a strike. It'll be because you're in here and because it is native mm-hmm. to this dimension-ish, uh, it's going to be a little bit easier for you to hit. Okay, so I'm going to put a couple levels of effort and then I'll put some effort into hurting it more. Okay. And I'm also going to use wreck, uh, which means I have a minus one to, uh, to the attack, but if I hit, I do another three points of damage. Okay. So basically, I grab the sword with the two sort of two, the two hands and say, well, now it's going to hurt. <laughs> Assuming that the, I roll a decent roll. Yeah. That is. Uh, Fingers crossed. So, I'm, so not below, I'm not like near the ground where he might strike me either, am I? Well, let's let's hope that there isn't an intrusion to that that will happen. Okay, here. so uh, this is basically a sword attack, which is I'm trained on, and okay, this this guy. All right. <sighs> okay, so that with all the efforts and stuff, this should be a pretty good one. Yes. And if you don't, if, if I don't know if I have to declare it before or after, because I would like to also put an extra level of effort into hurting it a lot. Oh yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Uh, like I don't want to be so strict about that before rolls. Like you can do it after rolls, just so you know what to do. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, because then now, since now I have three points of uh, of uh, I'm sorry, uh, three points of uh, available effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay, so basically it should be four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, uh, ten, eleven, twelve points of damage. That is a good chunk. You um, you actually cut off an entire leg, and it howls. You hear it howl as you as you are shunted back to like the regular dimension. That howling just abruptly cuts out, but it's still you can see it like head rearing back, just silently and eerily. Hey everyone, this week I'd like to ask you to do something really important, more important than rating and reviewing the show, though you should do that too. But rather, this week I'd like to bring your attention to the Senate healthcare bill that Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is attempting to push through. This thing was written in secret and was designed to provide incredible tax breaks for the wealthy while discarding and overcharging those too weak to support themselves. In other words, the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. This cannot stand. Yes, there's still the investigations into Russian collusion and obstruction of justice, but please put those aside for now. We have to focus to make sure that everyone gets the health care they need. So please, head on over to trumpcare10.org to start your fight. Think of everyone you know who needs your help and defend them from the greedy, craven people who want to take their health care away from them, just for a few dollars. Now, back to the show. Okay, uh, so what you guys saw probably was like suddenly uh, Hanako being enveloped in shadows, like like probably looking quite a bit like the shadow beast other than not being so to the end stuff. Uh, and then hearing a like a muffled scream uh giant swing of the sword and then basically i guess shadow blood splurting shadowy sh- shadowly um we should look for thesaurus <laughs> <laughs> so when you cut off the leg the leg dissipates into mist like black mist and disappears okay that's a really good amount of damage um 
Thomas, is there anything you want to do? Is there anything I can do, uh, Zalin, to help Thomas? You could probably crawl away from it. Yeah, I think maybe Alan can heal himself, <laughs> probably, or like hide something. Run away. Run away? Okay. Oh, do you uh, still have like an action heal? Sorry. You still have an action, yeah. Yeah, oh, so I guess Alan will just scramble as fast uh, away from the uh, away from the shadow beast and try to recover. Cool. Do you have a cipher? Uh, I do. Um, I. That's all right. It doesn't matter. So I rolled a five, and then so I'm plus two. So uh, I'll put that all into uh, might. So I'm no longer uh, impaired. I'm impaired. Cool. So you're back up to not necessarily tip top shape. You still have gaping wounds in your shoulder, um, and it is and it is slowly warming up. So you're you're starting to feel you're a good feeling back in your arm. And I hide behind uh, uh, Thomas. Okay. Uh, like Abigail runs up to you actually before you're able to do that and goes, "Are you are you all right? Are you okay?" Uh, yeah. Does she pull him out of the combat zone? That might be best. Uh, no. She actually what she does is she steps in front of him, uh, levels off the um, her her derringer, and fires at at the shadow beast. It it kind of goes right through and doesn't really hit, but. She's in between um, the beast and, and Alan. Is that is she in immediate range? Um, no, she's in short range. I'd say of the beast. Is Hana is Hana going in immediate range? Yes, Hana goes in immediate range. I just sorted it, yeah. so yes, I went to the immediate range. Well, I wasn't but, sure if you sorted and then. I mean, uh, if you ha- if I had to have the presence of mind, I probably could have a little taken a short movement away because uh, I, I do have that ability but uh, but mm-hmm. I was a bit busy just like ah, it. well actually before all, all Thomas takes all his actions he sees what happens to the leg and goes holy shit and then he sees Hanako appears and he goes holy shit <laughs> and then, and then not, he, he vows not to be outdone <laughs> so he stabs again with his bandhead <laughs> And then he puts effort into it. One level of effort. Go for it. A nine. Uh, a nine. Not quite enough. You're you're still stabbing. This time you try a different region. You know, you kind of move around. You, you see, you saw Hanako kind of cut off an entire leg. So you're like, oh, I'll try one of the other legs. And you swing at it. But nope, nope. For some reason, your your attacks are still just not hitting for some reason is hanako like on the other side like directly on the other side yeah if you want um, yeah pretty much that's that's what i would have, have tried to okay. maneuver myself into into flanking it okay just curious damn Alrighty, and then because it's so this thing because it's been cut quite hard it it backs up and hops into a shadow but the shadows are still around you. You're still in combat. You feel like it might be stalking you. Can I activate my track, my tracking device power thing? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So then I decide to do the shadow trace. All right, I've, Thomas kind of focuses because he saw the tracks earlier. So he wants to, he's trying to figure out if he can turn it on willingly. Yeah. So then I, 
I guess he focuses, and I guess he uh, he finds it, or he, he turns it on. I guess let's put yeah. it that way. Cool, cool, cool. And what you see, you see not just the tracks it's just made, and you see like the older tracks are starting to like fade back into darkness. You see Hanako's tracks uh, when she made the shadow step up towards it, and then struck it, and then hopped back out. Like you see those, and then when this thing hopped back, uh, hopped into its little stalker mode. Uh, you see these tracks circling you guys. But you're seeing it in, in real time. You see it just these like glowing foot like uh, footprints in the dust. So, yeah. that's this, I mean, this is a bit like Looney Tunes where you see like the footprints. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit like that. <laughs> okay, so when I see that, I, I point it out to him and I, I kind of say that direction, wherever the direction is, to try and give Hanukkah a bit. Of a heads up. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to do two things. Okay. Uh, first, uh, mm, I'm... Okay, since we know where it is, uh, we probably don't have to be in a giant rush, but on the other hand, I really want to kill it now. Um, kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it! So I'm going to basically... Um, Get the Sony gun, uh, throw it to, throw it to Thomas, because he knows how to shoot guns. Just get rid of some other cipher or something, damn it. Um, and, uh, then I'm basically going to go back into the shadows and see if I can see it better. I mean, other than the fact that he's pointing in that direction, see if in the, within the shadows I can see it. Yeah. Okay. So here I'm going to spend a few points. So I spend a little yeah. while there. So here's what happens. If you throw it to Thomas, he's going to get Cypher Sickness. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't even know about that. Actually, what he does is he tosses it to me. And when I catch it, my, uh, my revolver falls out. And when it, when it lands, all my, all my special bullets fall out. So oh. I don't have them anymore. Well, do, 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 do. can we well, do if that? We, if you did throw them in the revolver, then I guess you could do that. If um, not, then that's different. You can just, well, you can, I would say you'd have to, no, because you don't have time to do that. You already acted. Um, I know it's an accident. It would be an accident, but it's not. That's not kind of how it's going to work in this case. Uh, let's just look up what Cypher Sickness will do to you. Um, it probably won't be too bad. And it was much worse than Numenera, I'm pretty sure. Um, so I can't, like, drop my crystal globe and have it shatter on the ground? Like out of my pocket as I catch this. Could we hot potato it and you can drop whatever you have out to me? Um, it depends, I guess, on how long you keep it. Uh, or I don't know. The other hand, let's look at the book. I, my character, honestly, has no idea about any of this. So yeah. she just. Oh, yeah. Can I catch she, it? She just then... figured out the whole you can only have this many nice mm -hmm. things with more like a kind of resource management thing. Like, uh, hey, we're this date. We're not going to just give you a bucket of them. Okay, so I can't, I can't, I don't want to necessarily go through the book and look for the cipher sickness thing. Um, instead, what we'll do is, so you catch it, and the second you touch it, um, you just start feeling dizzy and out of sorts. Like you can't seem to focus. You're looking, you, you're trying to aim the gun at this thing, and it's just, you can't focus on, on it at all. Okay, and uh, other than that, I'm going to try to stab whatever place the beast is on. All right. Um, can I kind of see where it is? Yeah. And actually, it it notices that you're in its realm, and 
backs up. Like it was going to attack. It was about to reroute mm-hmm. and finish off Alan, and it saw you suddenly, like in its it, right in front of it, essentially. Well, and backs uh, up and goes, huh, "What? What? No, it doesn't I, say that, obviously, I'm but that. So it doesn't I, say what, but." Okay, uh, so let me do a quick running roll. Uh, Hopefully, uh, I really should have put some skill into that. Um, Basically, it's just a vanilla speed roll. Um, uh, Because if I basically roll... Okay, so so I get next... You rolled a three. Yeah, that's really stupid way. Uh, It's all right. You you still have the one skill, right? Which helps you. Yeah. Okay, so you're okay. You're... You're not necessarily as intimidating as you want to be, but you are running up on onto. Okay, the next so one. basically, I just tried to repeat the uh, net from the last time. It's just uh, well, you the... can't damage it because you already acted. You you gave your cipher to Thomas. Okay, so 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 okay, so I get next to it then, and uh, and basically, yeah, like uh, like uh, yeah, you're about to basically like smash this this thing. Yeah, um, Alan, you have. Oh, wait, did you heal? Yeah, you healed. So you healed. healed. Uh, Thomas, it's you. You are dizzy and almost not, almost like you're drunk. That That's exactly what it feels like. You feel drunk. Um, drunk with power. Yeah. <laughs> you're unable to focus. Things are one step to your detriment while you have this, this cipher. I feel like I should just spend my entire turn puking. But um, that would be detriment to the rest of my team. <laughs> so, I put, I put uh, two levels of effort. It's a speed, right? Yeah. So I put two levels of effort into trying to shoot this thing. Okay. Uh, before you do that, before you actually spend that effort, you pull the trigger, and it makes that whirring sound again. And you, you're you're like, what the hell's wrong with this gun? And you're like hitting it, and whatever. And you notice that the small window, which said weakened target, it's halfway between weakened target and target primed. So it's like a health bar. Yeah, in essence. Yeah, pretty much. You have to get it to the red part where it's kind of blinking. Exactly. It's like capturing Pokemon, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't spend. I didn't spend the points then. No, you did not spend the points. Okay, then he sees that he 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 tries to shoot. He sees that. He screams, it's at half health, and then he pukes. <laughs> Sounds good. The uh, the Shadow Beast, seeing that you're in its realm, will shunt itself out of it. Um, so now Thomas and Alan, you guys see it pretty visibly. Um, and it is going to actually run. Uh, it's going to try and evade you, in, in essence, instead of trying to, to attack. Because at this point, oh. you feel it's scared. Alan will try to use levitation to get it off the ground and keep it from running. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Now you can. And I'm putting uh, uh, two levels of effort into this. Yeah, go for it. Here we go. Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> All right. So you, if you want to re-roll with an XP, it's up to you. Otherwise... I would like to re-roll with the next <laughs> Okay. Because uh... <laughs> you don't want that intrusion from that yeah. one. You don't. You sh- yeah. You sure? Because it's going to be yeah. fun. Yes. So entertaining. Okay. So I'm at three XP now. Uh, let me try that again. But I can't put uh, effort into it anymore, right? You have to put effort into it. 
Yeah. Oh, I mean, I think it's yeah. the same roll as before, except you just uh, hopefully don't roll a one again. No, no. Okay. Like so, when you when you re-roll with an XP, you must you must spend a, a effort. Oh, okay. Oh, um. Do I mean? Do I have to continue putting points into this for the effort, or right? Yes. Oh, I do. Yeah. Okay. Give me a second. Okay, so I'm at fourteen. Uh, so it's as if you start the action again, but you still have to spend the effort from the first one. Correct. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, fifteen. Okay, so you are you're not at minus two now because the the um, frostbite has is warmed up. Uh, you're just at minus one, so you're warmed up. Um, you spent how much effort? Two effort. Two effort. Uh, so yes, you hit this time. Uh, you. And what happens is it is really weird. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily levitate. Instead, it compresses uh, into what seems to be a sphere. I want to say it's about the size of. It's like three or four feet across. Now let's just say two feet. Two feet. That sounds good. Uh, two feet in diameter. Just like the sphere. Yeah, a sphere. Of okay. mist, like it's like condensed mist. Um, Hanako, for you, it's really strange looking because it's like the sphere, but its aura is just spiky and aggressive. Mm. Well, uh, it, it's going to be interesting to do to it what it was doing to us before. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I can't hold on to this, guys. So basically, like grab the two hands and kind of swing the sword around, grab the two hands and kind of thrust it through, kind of make a giant uh, beast kebab uh, of it. Awesome. Go for it. It is it is going to be... Actually, it's going to be two steps to your favor because it's, it's not really able to dodge, evade. Okay. In this, which case, I'll only put one level of first foot into hitting it. Okay. Uh, and... Uh, Basically, it's uh, trained. Uh, hopefully, I won't uh, screw up too much. Um, ah, here it is. Well, damn it. Uh, so that's a six because it's a minus one, and then plus two plus two, uh, so plus twelve, I guess, uh, which would mean uh, like an eighteen. Okay, uh, you're still able to hit it. Um, oh, okay, that's awesome because now. Uh, now I'm going to actually throw all my might into it. Okay, awesome. So that's uh, three points more damage than before. That's 15 points of damage. Nice. I'm nearly exhausted. Uh, and uh, I'm basically, uh, I kind of, I'm kind of, it's not, a, it's not a problem. Use fleet of foot in reverse, like do the attack and then get, do a short move away. Yeah. Uh, so, so basically, uh, quick uh, speed roll. If I manage to do to succeed at the difficulty of two, then I could move a short distance away. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it would be an immediate distance. All right, no problem. Okay, works well enough. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so yeah, kind of, and then jump back and uh, quite quickly. Uh, I mean, almost unnaturally quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and as they kind of have appeared back in the. In the real world, it's kind of like, well, uh, let's do your thing, Thomas. Yeah. At this point, actually, uh, as you shunt out, you realize that you're back in the real world. It's it's little hunting ground. It's shadowy hunting ground, and has collapsed um, because you've you've damaged it enough to to let it 
to make it so its concentration drops. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's a little easier now to hit it. Um, Thomas. Um, so he stands up after his uh, little episode, and then he he looks at the gun, and does the gun say it's ready to go? Uh, yes, it says target primed. All right, so he aims the gun at the at the thing, and he puts uh, two points of effort into the shot. Two points or two levels? Two levels of it, sorry. Um, Are you tier three already or not yet? No, not yet. Okay. It is boiling hot in here. Actually, yep. Yeah, the two levels. Ooh. That's a 19 natural. Nice. So you yeah, mind if I walk in slow motion away from the explosion? <laughs> <laughs> so all right, so you are able to successfully capture it. What happens is it it feels like um, you know, like the uh, what do you call those things from Ghostbusters? The the little traps. I oh, what oh, oh. No, the con- containment traps. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, containment traps. It looks like it's being sucked into the gun. Uh, so it's like out of this, even though it's like a ball, which I assume, Alan, you like, but let go of it. Yeah. And uh, it swirls into the gun until it's all gone. And this thing, at, at the end of it, it says, target captured. Alan weakly looks up and says, can I take a look at that later? <laughs> <laughs> so is it kind of like, is there force behind the, 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 the suction, the vacuum? Yeah, sure. Like so you're like struggling yeah, struggling to hold on to it. Yeah, I was trying to hold yeah. on to it, and then when it hits, it he flies off and like lands on his ass. Yeah, and then he pukes again. <laughs> it's like... Well, uh, yeah, the good news is he'll stop being uh, drunk in probably in a few seconds, as he no longer has too many ciphers. Is the cipher used, mm-hmm. or do I still have it? Uh, you still have it. It's still active because you have roughly forty-eight hours. Um... Okay. I mean, it's not a little cipher you can use on the other hand, so I'm not sure how that's supposed to apply. Oh, thank you, guys. I thought I, I mean, was going to be... I can wrap it back at this point, though. So I thought I was going to be doggy, doggy uh, toast. Uh, you guys saved me. Thank you. Kind of Thomas? A... Oh, sorry. Go. Oh, no, no. I was saying I kind of uh, sit down, I have a look at the sword and see what stabbing this thing did to it, if anything, because it's kind of a pretty normal sword. Uh, it's made of copper steel and whatnot. Um, not much that you can tell. The Actually, I'll say that you, you, you kind of point the edge at a light, and you know it's almost, mi- not microscopic, but very tiny dings in the edge. Like it got scraped? Um, you know, like when you... So when you parry with a sword, it typically makes a a little dent to mm-hmm. match the, the opposing sword. Yep. Um, similar to that, except very much, much smaller. Okay. Oh, well. Um, yeah, my... Uh, so I, do, I do take a bit of a rest, though. Uh, I'm... I'm... I managed to empty my might pool almost completely. Uh, or if I can find where the resting things are. Okay, yeah. Okay, so good. That's going to feel a lot better. Uh, Alan crawls around and finds the pieces of the shadow detector and puts it in his hand. 
Poor shadow detector. You pick it up and, and, and Alan is just consoling himself with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you pick up a piece and go. It want it wants to work, but it is it is pieces. So in pieces. Thomas, like after the whole thing with the when he captures it, he drops the gun. And then, like, collapses to the ground, like, all sickly, and he's just like, ah! <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, and uh, I'm assuming Alan doesn't uh, notice uh, I kind of grab the gun before he starts playing uh, with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm dist- a little distracted at the moment. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, what with being really hurt and whatnot, I, I actually uh, agree with that. Uh, well... Uh, well, that was interesting. What does Abigail say about all of this? Um, she was basically kind of in, you know, like guarding you to make sure that you weren't hurt. Um, and she goes like that. Are you okay? Are you, you know, you look really, really hurt. And you, you do. Like you have these gaping holes in your shoulder. Um, so she's like, you know, take off, take off that, that, your coat. Let's let's dress this wound. Alan looks guiltily at Thomas, and says, "I, I, I think I'm fine. Thank, thank, thank you." Uh, I go 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 ahead, Thomas. Tom, Thomas doesn't care because he's too busy just kind of recovering from the uh, sickness. Yeah. So but, in, uh, in that case, she's basically manhandling you, like taking off the coat. She's like, "We have, we have to. We have to." I'm, I'm okay. You're. you're I, I, I'm fine. You don't have to. Thomas, help! I mean, you ah! are bleeding everywhere. So, uh, if Ow. he's re- if he really looks like he's really hurt, I'll hand him. Uh, say I'll have him this like elixir I have, which used to be a potion, which used to be something else, but basically it's a it's a cipher. Uh, it's a it's a curing cipher if you want it. Uh, I'm okay. I mean, I'm not uh, speaking out of character. I'm I'm, I'm not a well, uh, I mean, I'm handing it to you in case you want it. You don't have to take it. Uh, but uh, but since you you really look like you just got bitten by a giant beast and shaken around, uh, so... <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm okay, thank you. It, uh, it does hurt. Like, every time you move, it just stings. You have, again, gaping holes in your, your shoulder. You have refreshed yourself. It doesn't mean you're not hurt. Um, I sheath the, the sword. I, I kind of look at Abigail and say, that was uh, brave of you to do. Um, and then I kind of stop for a second and think, wait a second. Uh, do I still feel the, that kind of strange tingling from my, uh, wounds or is it gone? Oh, the, yeah, the strange tingling is gone uh, for both you and Thomas. Um, Abigail mm-hmm. says, hey, you know, we're, we're all in this together, you know, for, for, you know, through thick and thin, I'll I'll be there. I'll do what I can. Right. Uh, Alan taps Thomas on the shoulder and sort of whispers, "I was wrong. She's cool." <laughs> Thomas just groans. He's like, uh, he doesn't handle those signals very well. <laughs> so, Alan. So, because you've been bitten, something weird happens to you too, um, and. It's kind of strange. So there are, you're looking at kind of this 
So this thing didn't really bleed, but there are pieces of its smoke like lingering on the floor. And you're looking at these pieces and you realize, holy shit, I can see code. Greetings, Earthlings. Thank you so very much for listening to the show. We truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, Please subscribe if you haven't already. You can do so on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. If you'd like to help grow the show, please leave a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you subscribe to us. You can also donate a few dollars a month by heading to our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash ceritus, C-E-R-I-T-U-S. And please also tell a friend about us. I'm sure they're as amazing as you are, and they'd probably enjoy the show as well. No, they'd definitely enjoy the show as well. You can watch our raw stream on Twitch TV slash Penumbra Extinction, and we also have an archive of those streams on YouTube. Uh, we also host a Let's Play of Torment Tides of Numenera, which I really need to play more of, but that's on me. That's on me. Uh, sorry about that. I'll do more. Uh, you can find us online at penumbraextinction.com as well as on Facebook and on Twitter. The game is made possible by The Strange RPG, a cipher system setting written by Bruce Cordell and Monty Cook. They are awesome. The opening music is The Egmont Overture by Beethoven, and the closing music is composed by Kevin McLeod. The Penumbra Extinction is played by Alex Tejeda, Danny Yu, Oscar Morales, and Indigo Gonzalez. See you all next week! <laughs>